Hello everyone, welcome back to Self Interrupted with your host Kit Costello. Today is somewhat of an unprecedented episode. I was not planning on recording this episode due to events yesterday and honestly events leading up to this moment. I just, I cannot ignore this topic anymore and I need to talk about it. In some ways this topic may or may not be niche. I would say it's a niche for people that are self-employed, creative self-employed people specifically. I'm talking actors, I'm talking singers, I'm talking models. And I am really excited to finally put my stamp on this topic and to just talk about it almost like a stream of consciousness. This episode is going to be slightly different in that I'm not going to be doing a update of my past week, which I normally do. If you're new to this podcast, you won't know that. So maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Normally I do a, a catch up of the week. Next week's episode is going to be one of the longest catch up in the SICU history, self-interrupted cinematic universe history, because I'm going to be catching you up on two weeks. And honestly, I've done so much this week. And on Saturday, I'm going to two parties. So next week's episode is going to be jam-packed. I may even just do a little catch-up episode. Who knows? You'll have to stay tuned. The working title for this week's episode is Basing My Worth on Analytics. I wanted to talk about this because it's a topic, like I said, I have been wanting to talk about for so long. As social media is becoming more and more of a factor in success for self-employed people that want to have a successful career. And I know so many people that relate to this topic, so many of my friends that I have had hours worth of conversation about this topic just due to our frustrations and due to our lack of support from the industries that we're in and the lack of respect, honestly, from the industries that we're in. And I feel like the pent up frustration that I have all kind of came out yesterday and was a breaking point for me. So I really just want to talk about it and I'm hoping that some people have either found this episode or people that are regular listeners to the podcast, the self-interrupters, thank you so much for being here as always, are able to find some kind of peace from this episode, just knowing that someone else is going through it because when you are self-employed, you don't have colleagues that you can look around to and be like, girl, what the fuck did she just say? It's just you. Yeah, you have your management and yeah, you have people that are on your same management, but you don't have the same relationship that you may have with coworkers in an office space. So having this episode, I hope that you know that it's like a hand reaching out saying to you that you're not alone. And also I do wanna straight away point out that I'm aware that this isn't the biggest problem in the world. At the end of the day, it is a lot of people's jobs, being self-employed and being an artist. And I don't want people to just discredit that because it's not one of the biggest problems in the world. You know, it's still something that people go through every single day. It can lead to really bad things and bad mental states. And I just wanted to talk about it because I felt myself slipping away yesterday. And the idea of recording this made me feel so much more lighter and so much more sane. If I'm going to be completely honest, it made me just feel sane. So let's talk about what went on yesterday. So yesterday was the 17th of August and I met with an old friend um, for the first time in like a year. And we were sitting at a bar and getting drinks. Recently, I've noticed in myself that I tend to talk about modeling a lot and I tend to relate a lot of topics of conversation back to modeling. And I do want to get back to this point in a second. I really wanted to not talk about modeling. Before going in and seeing my friend, it was conscious on my mind. Kit, don't bring up modeling, just 
talk about what's been going on in your life. So there I am sitting with my old friend and she's talking about herself and her career. She's looking for a new flat. She's just got a new job. And then it comes to me and it's, you know, what are you doing at the moment? Like I said, I don't want to talk about modeling. So I briefly touched on, you know, I still model, love it. And then it was, oh, what else do you do now? The crickets were chirping because there I was being reminded that I've dedicated my whole life to modeling. And there is not a day that goes by where I'm not working on modeling. And I know what you're thinking, Kit, your work drive is insane. Like I said, I hadn't seen this friend in a while and I did want to not talk about modeling, but it got to a point where I just had to be honest with her because I have had this overarching issue for a couple of months now where I feel like I'm not being heard by the industry that I'm in and I feel like I'm not being appreciated, which is so common by creatives and people that are self-employed creatives. It's this idea that you're not good enough until proven otherwise. Deep down, I know that I'm good enough and I know that I'm good at my job, but it feels like I'm waiting for other people's validation to tell me that I'm good, which obviously is completely unhealthy. Normally, especially when I haven't seen a friend for so long, I want to save face a bit. And this is an ego thing. And I've talked a lot recently on this podcast about ego. I think it's because I recently found out that ego isn't just about you saying that you're the best at something. For example, I used to think that ego was me going around saying, I'm the best model in the world. I'm incredible and no one can ever touch me. But for me, now realizing that ego is more to do with, some part of ego is to do with saving your face and saving your reputation and your brand. I've just been using that word as if it's H2O water and I'm living off of it to survive. I had to just honestly strip it back And I said, girl, this is how I'm actually feeling. I'm feeling like I'm not being respected in my industry. I feel like I'm not respecting myself because of the lack of respect from my industry. I have a little quote here that I said to my friend and I feel like it really sums up how I'm feeling. I feel like it's gonna be an underlying theme of this entire episode. I feel like I'm screaming and no one's hearing me and others are whispering and being pandered to. That is exactly how I feel. And when those words kind of left my mouth, it felt like my problem had just been halved. It felt like my friend knew exactly what I was talking about and that I knew exactly what I was talking about. And this whole feeling and this problem that I'd been having had been wrapped up in a bow. So after seeing my friend and kind of talking through these issues, because for people that aren't in the self-employed and creative industries, I feel as though people look at creatives. Maybe they either think that creatives have kind of got it all together or they have management that do it all for them, which is nothing. Mama, that is not the case. It's nothing of the sort because quite frankly, a lot of the time management, especially nowadays, aren't doing as much as they should be or maybe they were back in the day due to social media and the presence that you're kind of pressured to have on social media nowadays, which I will be getting onto later on in the episode. But after seeing my friend, I was gonna go straight home, but recently I've really been feeling somewhat down. I started noticing it a couple of weeks ago and it was this feeling when I'd see a friend, it didn't even feel like I was really present. It felt like I was just kind of saying stuff to say it and to allow that conversation to just flow and agreeing with stuff that I wasn't really agreeing with, but it was just happening. And I think this is like me almost just being on autopilot, you know, that feeling when you're having a conversation. And like I was saying with this friend that I seen, I was almost just saying stuff just to save face and for my ego to be polished and shiny. Whereas when I kind of broke that, 
that cycle and I said, actually, I'm feeling really shit about my position in the industry right now. I'm also feeling like I'm screaming, no one's hearing me, but others are whispering and they're being pandered to. By that, I mean that quote that I said, I feel like I'm putting in so much effort into my career, whether that's through this podcast, whether that's through TikTok, through shoots that I'm setting up personally. I feel like I'm doing so much and in terms of professional people, not people like you guys watching or you guys liking the posts, etc. I feel like people in an industry that I'm in, it's not being appreciated and it's not being seen and it's not they're not understanding the love that I put into my career. And that's what's really frustrating because people that are above you always say that you could be doing more. But I don't think they understand how much I'm putting in that I don't think I can give anymore. I don't think I can do anymore. I set up so many of my own shoots. I do so much of my own work. And to be honest, I shouldn't be doing as much as I do. But I feel like it's necessary for me to do this so that I have this career and that my career looks successful. And again, it falls back onto that ego thing of me wanting to keep up appearances and to look shiny and new and always evolving and constantly moving forward. And in juxtaposition to that, I feel like other people, it looks like everyone's doing it for them, that they just got lucky or they have a major amount of followers and, you know, everything's just falling into place for them. And I'm not discrediting them at all because everything happens for a reason and everything has its own timing. But as much as everything has its own timing, it can be frustrating when it feels like time is running out, especially in an industry like modeling, like singing, like acting. You're reminded constantly that it's finite, that you have a special amount of years in your 20s to really succeed. And you're constantly being reminded of this, whether that's agencies saying, hey, we don't take on anyone new that's over the age of 22. That is shocking. And to be a model where I feel like I haven't met my potential by a fifth, it's really concerning to me because I want to be thriving. And I feel like in some ways I should be thriving due to the amount of work and the amount of effort that I put in. And I'm so tired and frustrated that I come to points where I question myself and my talents in this industry. Like I said, after seeing my friend, I was gonna go home, but I knew that I needed to stay out in London and just kind of sit with these thoughts. Because if I went home, I'd be going back into that cycle of going out into London, coming back home, eating food, going to bed and staying low and not really doing much about this issue that I'm obviously having. And I was sitting in Green Park by myself, listening to music for maybe about an hour and a half to two hours and it wasn't necessarily hot and I was just wearing a little black tank top and some jeans. I was kind of cold, but I knew that in my head I needed to do this and it felt like a moment in my story, especially in my modeling story and my career trajectory that I needed to do this. You have those moments in life where it feels like all roads have led to this point and it sounds very dramatic and I am very aware of this. However, comma, I knew deep inside that I needed to sit there for that amount of time and to reflect on how I'm genuinely feeling. Because a lot of the time, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to wash over anything that I'm feeling in the sense that if I'm feeling bad, I'll kind of distract myself. And social media is a great distractor. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, distracting myself and finding a very, again, finite amount of enjoyment from these social media platforms. 
but I wanted to sit almost uncomfortably and write everything into my notes app of how I was actually feeling. I'm not gonna read everything because as much as I'm sharing on my podcast and on TikTok and I've almost somewhat branded myself as a model on TikTok as the honest model and I'm the one that kind of reveals the curtain of the industry. I'm aware that I don't wanna share too much especially on this podcast as well, where it's long form content, it's me talking for 40 minutes. I don't wanna share too much and I'm aware of that, but I do wanna share bits and pieces. And I wanna share a couple of quotes that I wrote down in the park. One of them being, I'm so tired of focusing on modeling so unhealthily. It's become my life. I do nothing else. It's all encompassing. I want change, I need change. This was major for me. I love my job, I love modeling. But being self-employed, being a creative that's self-employed, it is all-encompassing, it's all you think about. When you have a job like modeling, and for example, singing, I always bring it back to singing because I have a lot of friends that are in the music industry and having conversations with them, it is apparent that we go through the same things, but almost in different colors. For example, music and modeling, it is you. For me, I really wear my heart on my sleeve in my TikToks. Like I said, it's really just me talking and on my podcast, it's it's me, like this is me. I don't put on, I can't imagine putting on a facade for TikTok and for um, my podcast. I can't imagine doing that. I know some people do on social media, which honestly, not to say that I get it, but maybe they do it as a coping mechanism. But for me, I can't do that. I feel like I need to be 100% authentic and genuine. And I do that in my modeling career as well. My modeling career has been so unique in a way and everyone's is, but mine feels so deeply personal because my modeling career hasn't just been me standing looking pretty in front of a camera. It's been me presenting as a boy to then presenting as someone that is femme. That is a very unique experience to go through as a model and I've done it in front of the camera and I've also directed shoots that show that. If you go on my Instagram or you go on my website, my portfolio, you can see it. It literally has a timeline of my life. I really like that I've done that and I've always been like that. Something that I love about myself is that I've always, always kind of had my guard down in a way. When I was younger, I did YouTube. And honestly, on this day, yesterday for me, when I met this friend, before I went to see her, I watched some of my old YouTube vlogs because I was feeling a certain type of way and also feeling as though I'd lost myself. That is really scary because like I said, for my brand to be like, oh, I'm myself and then to not know who I am anymore due to the modeling industry, that's scary. So I went back and I watched some of my old vlogs and I kind of just realized like, oh my gosh, I used to be so colorful and I used to be so multifaceted, but now I feel like I'm really just on one trajectory and that's all I'm focusing on and like I said in this quote it's just become so unhealthy and it's become my life for me to say that I want change and that I need change it's just different for me because this is all I've wanted all I've wanted was to model all I've wanted was to have this career but when it feels as though it's not fun anymore and that I'm not inspired by it and that people aren't appreciating it it can be very detrimental to your thought process on it you know? Like I said, I do I do just put so much of myself into my career. It does feel like an extension of myself and a very natural extension of myself, but recently it's feeling more and more unnatural. It feels that way because 
I'm thinking of the analytics and I'm thinking of how is this going to perform and who is going to like this and will my management like this and does this look good on my portfolio? Like I said, I had this storyline from presenting as male to presenting as femme and now I'm presenting as femme, I'm like, where do I go now? What happens now? Where do we go now, Gracie Abrams, Good Riddance 2023? Like, what happens now? I don't know what is going on, but that is what I'm kind of inspired by at the moment. I like the idea of not knowing and being inspired because like I was saying, I was getting into this cycle of going into London, doing a shoot, coming back home, not doing much, just living this cycle of feeling like I'm doing everything to please everyone else, which is something that is very common in a creative industry. When you enter an industry like modeling, like singing, like acting, it's so shiny, it's so new, it's so inspiring. When you're in it for a while, it dullens. It loses that aspect for you. And it really just becomes this jarring kind of thing where you know now that people only validate you for certain things that you do. Another quote that I put down in my phone was, I'm tired of having to prove myself to everyone. It's exhausting. Proving yourself to people is the most exhausting thing because not only are you proving yourself to your management, your family, your friends, you're also proving yourself to yourself. How are you meant to prove yourself to all of these people that all have different interests and then have that be inspiring to yourself as well? Proving yourself in the modeling industry is honestly one of the most tiring things. You're not only proving yourself when you go to every single casting, proving yourself that you're good enough for that job. You're also proving yourself when you're going to these agency meetings. And because like I've said, you are your brand as a model and as a self-employed person. It can be really hard hitting on yourself and your ego when you don't get that job, when you don't get that agency. But once you're in that agency and you're not getting work, that is so frustrating because why aren't I getting work? When I'm doing all these shoots by myself, off of my own accord, you know, directing shoots, coming up with mood boards, doing all of this, it feels like I'm having to do this to prove myself that I can do this job that I already know that I can do. I don't know if I'm actually proving this to myself. Am I proving it to my agents? But they signed me. So why do I feel like I need to constantly be proving myself to them? Am I proving it to them? Am I proving it to my friends? Am I making all this content so that my friends think that I'm busy? It's just a, an endless cycle of trying to keep up appearances and it is so tiring. And once you come out of it, you feel fucking haggard. You feel like you've just been like punched in the face, honestly. And you fall back onto your bed and you're like, Christ, I have just been doing all of this work for other people. It all just feels like a bit of a flash in the pan. I do a shoot, I post the shoot and it's on to the next. What are you gonna do next? What's happening next? You could be doing better in this case. You could be doing better in that case. And it just feels like everything is so fast paced and it's so frustrating. In the modeling industry, especially it's fast paced. You do a photo shoot that you've been planning for months. You do the shoot, it's edited, you post it. People care, kind of. It's maybe on your portfolio, but then it's, okay, Kit, What's next? What else are you gonna do? This shoot that I have just done, I've put my soul into this. And not only are you saying that, yeah, it's good, but you're also contradicting that by just saying like, oh, you can do it again. What else is happening? What else are you doing? It, it just re re really represents the, the industry. It's like you do all of this work and 
it just feels so unappreciated. It also makes you judge yourself. It makes you think, oh, was that even that good? Maybe we should have done this instead. Maybe we could have added that. I mean, all of these thoughts come into your head after you've done something, but it doesn't get approval from other people. It feels as though it's almost meaningless in a way if other people don't care about it. But that is not what art and modeling and being a creative is meant to be. It's so unnatural for creatives to create something and then straight away go on to the next thing. That's not how it works. But that is how so many industries where creatives are feel. It feels as though everyone is on this hamster wheel and we're constantly having to create and we're constantly having to move and build. And I do wanna stress that not everyone feels like this. Not every model, not every singer, not every actor feels this way. Some people just fall into it and it happens and they catch the wave and they ride it really, really well. Some people catch a wave, but they're not on a speedboat. They're on a door and that door is breaking and they feel like they're drowning and they're in this ocean and not only are they drowning, but everyone's around them and no one's really reaching their hand out to help. They're just kind of there. They're just kind of looking at you saying, you can swim more, you can swim. You've been treading water for however many years, but you can do it some more. You can continue doing it until you find this way out. You can do it. That's what it feels like. Something I was told the other day by my management is that companies and casting directors are looking for people with a following on social media. You guys, I've just got to be honest with you for a second. This really pisses me off. It almost, let's say, fucks me off, quite frankly. Social media has ruined, in some ways, the creative industry. But social media has also very much enhanced the creative industry and self-employed people. Enhanced in a sense that, you know, people can have and build a career for themselves off of social media and they can pursue their goals and their dreams through social media, whether that's them singing, whether that's them modeling, acting, etc. Social media has ruined. Actually, I wouldn't say social media is ruined. I would say that companies and management and casting directors have ruined social media and the way that creatives pursue and think about social media. I now think about social media purely as work, which is ironic because I make no money from it. I'm acting as if social media is my full-time job purely because I want to have a job in modeling. How does that make sense? I'm making content as if it's my life's work. I'm making content on TikTok, on Instagram. I'm doing photo shoots thinking this will be good for my Instagram, purely. That's all I'm thinking about. Why? Why am I acting as if this is paying my bills? And I'm working as if it is too, because trust and believe, I'm working on TikTok. Yes, it's not terribly hard work, but it's enough work to take a nice chunk out of my day and a nice chunk of my inspiration out. Because let's talk about that really quick. I think a lot of people look down at creatives and people that are self-employed because they think that it's easy. In reality, maybe some aspects of our job are easier than others. For example, manual labor. Being creative is a blessing, a talent, but being exploited for being creative is so vicious. You wanna know how to not be creative? Go and make four TikToks a day, every single day for the foreseeable future. Go and try and promote your song. Go and try and promote yourself as a model for the foreseeable future so that you have a following so that you can do the job that you 
should be doing anyway. Why do I feel like I'm chasing a job that I already have? This is the frustration that I have had for the longest time. The brands and the casting directors that are coming to my modeling agency saying, this person needs more followers to be in our campaign. It's laziness. At the end of the day, these casting directors and these creative directors are lazy. Wanting to cast people, for example, in the scope of modeling, they wanna cast models that have a big presence on TikTok so that those TikTokers, those models, can then bring their audience to these campaigns. If you actually came up with a creative and unique idea for once, maybe people would pay more attention to your campaigns. Rather than you just hiring models that have followers, come up with a unique idea that will give people something to talk about. This isn't just in the modeling industry. If anything, it's probably worse in music. There's this meme that goes around TikTok of singers and songwriters being mocked on TikTok for having the song of the summer and sitting in their car promoting their song. You think that singers wanna do that? Do you think that singers get up and think, oh, I, you know what I wanna do today? I wanna post a TikTok embarrassingly begging people to listen to this song that they probably don't even wanna release in the first place. Cause let's talk about that really quick. Most of the time creators are doing stuff so that it pleases a general audience. And I think that singers are probably worse off. And what they don't need is people on TikTok taking the piss out of them because they've been made by their label to promote this song. And in most cases, they're promoting this song so that they can actually start putting out songs that they care about. Most of the time, the car that they're sitting in isn't even their fucking own. And I'm not saying that people that blow up on TikTok and then have a career aren't talented and don't deserve it. I would never discredit someone, even if they didn't even have talent in the field that they were in. It's about these people that are hiring people based off of their followers and not seeing people nor their talent because they don't have the right amount of followers, whatever that means. I've seen countless people on TikTok who were models that weren't getting jobs then they blew up on TikTok and now they're walking for Gucci. Their talent has not changed. And I've seen some benefits from this. People hiring me because they've seen me on TikTok and they've been able to see that I do have this talent and I'm good at my job. And it's frustrating that that's all that seems to matter nowadays, this following and these analytics. And even if you do have a big TikTok following, are your videos performing well? Are you getting enough comments? Are you getting enough likes? Are you getting enough engagement? Are the followers from your TikTok translating to the followers on your Instagram? It's so convoluted and complex. It's so greedy and I'm so tired of it. It's never good enough. Nothing is ever good enough for managers. It feels like, not even managers, but like people above managers. It feels like nothing's good enough. And it feels as though, even though I have gained a following on TikTok. Now the question is, I got told the other day, you need to start growing a following on Instagram now. It's never ending and it never will end because once someone reaches a million followers, that's one more person to reach a million followers. It's now becoming saturated. The new big milestone is 10 million followers. You now need to have 10 million followers. At one point on TikTok, someone with 20,000 followers was the most followed person. Now, mama, it's dust. It's nothing. It's nada. Not only did they see that number and think, oh, nothing, meaningless. They see me. They see my worth. And they think that my worth is attached to that number. And that is what is so frustrating because it doesn't even reflect me or my talents at all. Nor does it reflect the talents of a singer or another model that I know are blowing up now and getting so much work because they've reached a million or 10 million. If I were to get a million overnight, that doesn't change my talent. If I were to delete my TikTok right now, 
Does that make me a bad model? So why, therefore, are you acting as if that is it? And I'm not stupid. I understand the benefits of someone having a following on social media and having good analytics. I understand the benefits of that. It's to bring engagement to other people's posts and to other people's campaigns, etc. But it just becomes lazy. There are people that are so talented that don't have Instagram accounts, that don't have TikTok accounts, and they're being overlooked for someone that doesn't have half the talent. And I think that's why I've kind of had this spiral. And I think that was really the catalyst for this kind of last couple of weeks is that nothing really feels like it has a point. I'm doing all of this for social media. I wanna take you back now to when I was in the park writing my notes app apology to myself. I was writing all of the things that I was feeling, just laying it out on the table for myself so that I could visually see it. I'm a visual learner, babes, like I truly am. I need to be able to see it on my phone for me to understand and comprehend what I'm going through. And there were so many points I was making. For example, I know that I said, I feel worthless, I feel pointless, I feel like no one's appreciating me, I feel like I'm being overlooked. And now that I'm putting it into perspective, and now that I've said what I've said on this episode so far, I realize that the work that I put out into the world is so personal. And because I'm a model and because my face is my brand, it's very hard to distinguish my brand from myself. So when my work isn't being appreciated, it feels like I'm not being appreciated myself. It feels like they're worthless, which then makes me feel worthless. There's a direct correlation between myself and my work. And I understand that it sounds like I'm catastrophizing, but when you're in your head and when you are a creative, your work is you. So when you're in this world and when you're in this life, everything is so focused around your job and it's all you can think about. When I was in the park, I started thinking, okay, maybe I could start this series on TikTok or maybe I could start doing this on Instagram. I just shut it down and I said, shut the gates, close the floodgates. District 13 is closed down. It's under construction. Delete the apps. I've now deleted Instagram and TikTok and I've never felt lighter in my career. In this era, I suppose, I've never felt lighter because I just have kind of, had this thought process in my head, constantly thinking about what's the next video? When am I gonna edit this? When am I gonna put it up? I need to put it up at this certain time because then it gets enough views. But then if I don't use this hashtag, it won't get good. But then I don't wanna use too many hashtags because it might fuck up the algorithm. But then if I don't use hashtags at all, will it reach the people I want it to reach? So I need to put some hashtags in because then they will care. And I want them to find it because they deserve to find this because it's really good information about shut up. You need to shut up it's not that serious, delete the apps. I like branding myself and I like managing myself to an extent. When I'm thinking every day about what I should make to gain followers and what I should post on Instagram to catch people's attention, it's just so meaningless and it becomes so repetitive and boring and tired and played out. I don't wanna become a person that thinks about views and I have and I did and I was that person. So deleting social media for me, obviously I haven't deleted my accounts, they're still very much up and running babes, but I've deleted the apps on my phone, which I'm sure a lot of you have done in the past as well. You delete those apps in hopes that you won't go back onto them and you won't feel an urge to go back onto them. And I've done this in the past. I've deleted apps in the past and I have almost been urging, like it's an addiction. Like I really, I need to go back on Instagram. I need to see what people are doing. I don't give a fuck what people are doing. I haven't cared for a couple of months. I've got to be honest, like I don't care. And 
I can tell now because I've deleted Instagram and I've deleted TikTok and I haven't even had an urge once to look. I haven't even thought, oh my God, but what have they posted? To I don't give a fuck. I do not care. And quite frankly, I'm sure people don't actually care about me. We've all been conditioned as this generation to care so fiercely about social media. Because if you think about it, we're kind of the only generation to grow up with having social media and being cool on social media. When I was younger, I used to look up to so many YouTubers. They were the cool people to me. They were the celebrities to me. It was a direct correlation between cool people and a following. And that not only was for people that were almost celebrity-like to me on YouTube, but it was also in a smaller scale in schools. For our generation, we grew up with Instagram at secondary school. And back in this time, if you're young listening to this, back in our time, we couldn't hide the likes on our Instagram posts. So if you had a post that got 10 fucking likes, everyone would say that you were flopping the next day. Isn't that ridiculous? I was 11 years old thinking about what I was posting on Instagram, thinking about the likes, thinking about my followers. Oh my gosh, my friend who's really cool has so many followers. It doesn't mean shit. It didn't then and it doesn't now. And I'm really trying my best to unlearn that. For me, I was so fiercely caught up in it back then in secondary school and now coming out of it and looking back, it's so, it's so shallow. And it's also not my life's work to post an Instagram, an Instagram story or a TikTok or a TikTok story. And I was in a position this past, I would say year, where it felt as though it was. And the last thing that I posted on Instagram was a picture of me in black and white, completely glammed up, but looking deadpan into the camera. And I remember looking at the selection of photos that I had taken that day. And there were ones of me smiling. There were ones of me like posing slightly more. But I remember really being drawn to this photo of me kind of just looking like just emotionless. And I remember thinking, oh, I really like that one. I enjoy it. Let me edit it to be really black and white and really harsh. Since I've deleted social media, I look back and I think I liked that so much because it represents exactly how I'm feeling and I didn't realize it. This image of me looking completely glammed up, but the expression is so juxtaposed because it's me straight faced looking so unamused. I was like, oh yeah, no, that's her. That's, that's me. That is exactly how I'm feeling right now. I guess the life really imitated the art or the art really imitated the life because there I was glammed up like a model, but not looking happy at all. Looking kind of sad, looking kind of not even sad, just emotionless. And that's how I've been feeling for the past couple of months. Always, always putting in the most effort into my job, into my work, into my appearance, looking numb, getting nothing in return and I'm tired of it. And that's why I wanted to do this episode because this is just something I've been feeling for a while. And on that day where I saw my friend, I went to the park and I wrote down exactly how I felt. I've realized that it's worse than I thought. I'm now in a position where I'm finding myself again. And I'm really excited about it and I'm really inspired. I bought a book yesterday at this bookstore. Honestly, yesterday was very much a movie moment for me. I was sitting in a park for two hours and then I walked from Green Park to Piccadilly Circus. I was just walking around. I went into a bookshop, which was massive, and I picked out this book and I'm currently reading it. I'm spending time off of my phone off of social media. I'm grounding myself more because I feel so off of the ground. I feel so high up and I'm just wanting to float back down ever so slowly. And I don't mean that in an ego way. I guess in some ways it can be. But for me, I'm not grounded in the sense that I'm 
I've, I've put everything over myself. I've kind of buried myself in work and in appearance and the way that I portray myself. And I'm trying to get out of that. So I'm grounding myself in that sense. And I'm truly excited to kind of live this next couple of months without social media. For me, I've said to myself that until September, I don't wanna use social media at least. And we'll just see from then on. I'm excited to pick up old hobbies again, to start writing, to start playing guitar, you know, live my little life. And I do feel a bit silly saying all of this, but it's my life and I'm tired of feeling guilty when I've been made to feel this way. I've been made to feel like I need to care so much about social media and social media followings. And trust me, I am very aware that it's not that much of a serious issue and that this job, I'm very fortunate to have this job and my place in my career. And I'm very, very lucky. And I don't want it to ever come across that I don't care about my followers or, you know, you listening to this podcast. I truly do care about you and I truly do mean that. And when you DM me saying that my advice has helped you in your career, it means so much to me. And the fact that you even care about my advice, my videos, my podcast, my pictures, it means a lot. I don't mean I don't care about what you think. I don't care about what higher ups think. I'm not doing it for them anymore. I'm doing it for me. And I think that that will be inspiring to people when I am finally inspired again with my work and it finally is able to be seen by you guys and you can actually see that I'm inspired. I'm really lucky and grateful that I went through that experience yesterday where I was sitting in the park and I knew that I needed to sit down and talk to myself. I recognized that what I was doing and how I was acting and how I was thinking was unhealthy and the analytics don't mean shit. And I'm just really happy that I've been able to come to this conclusion for myself. And I'm really, really happy that I've been able to share it on the podcast because I know that there are so many people that will be able to relate to this. And if you are creative and you're listening to this and you have friends that are going through the same problem and the same issue and you feel inspired from this episode and you feel like slightly fresh from this episode, please send it to your friends. Please share it because I think that so many people are going through this but so many people don't want to talk about it because it almost feels like it is a expectation in this industry to have a social media, but it doesn't feel beneficial. It feels detrimental to my creativity and to my mental health. I have the choice to get rid of that social media and I have, but I really hope that you have been able to get something out of this episode. And I hope that it's been coherent because it truly has been a stream of consciousness. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Just to let you know on Spotify, you can watch this episode through a video format. I now do video episodes on Spotify. And I also want to let you know that you don't have to watch the video. Um, if you're not keen on the video, you can just close your phone and it won't play. Or you can go over to Apple Podcast or another streaming platform and it just has my voice because I understand that sometimes I don't actually want to watch something I just want to listen to something watching something feels like a different task it feels like I'm you know and watching something for an hour it's like this isn't a film you know yeah I really hope that you're enjoying watching the podcast but if you've enjoyed this episode please make sure that you rate it you can follow me on Instagram and on TikTok 
if you want. Not that I'd see you following me on Instagram or TikTok because I'm not going to be on it for a couple of months, but you can do and you can go and look at my photos and you can look at the back catalogue of my modeling advice. You can also look at my website where I talk about me becoming a model. You can see my portfolio on my website, which is www.kitcostello.com. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm sending you so much love as always, Kit. Thank you.